This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. You are listening to Media Week. My name is Dan Barrett. Here we have my conversation with Alfie Allen, who plays Theon Greyjoy in TV's Game of Thrones. Um, she will be late. I think it's 11.30 is her standard start time. So. I think so. She's, hey, she's <laughs> kept mind. fans waiting like four hours or something. That's yeah, I think so. Told. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But that's fine. If you want to see Madonna, you have to go through the whole Madonna experience. Of so, course. But yeah. I mean, um, she, I'll, I'll let her know that there's a Game of Thrones cast in the building and that she should hurry the fuck up. <laughs> well, you know, that should do it. Yeah. I think you've got more heat behind you these days than Madonna. Oh, I have no comment on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I need my headline. Okay, so you've done a whole bunch of press in Australia. I've seen your sort of road trains that are going around the country. Mm. Is the press tour in Australia any different to other countries? Like, are there sort of strange quirks with the journalists? I haven't really done many press tours, so I can't, I can't really sort of compare them to others but um right now you know it's uh season six is on is approaching Mm. very fast and um i i wanted to come out well you know i got given the opportunity to come out here and advertise the show for foxtel um and and that's the the only place where you can watch uh season six um in australia is on foxtel so is this the sort of show you'd watch if you weren't in it like, did you maybe come to it through that, or would you um, be into it anyway? I would be into it. I would definitely be into it. Yeah. I would probably be one of the people that would um, pretend that I, 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 because it's so so popular, yeah. I would probably try and sort of shy away from it. But I, st- I still think there's a, it's, that's the thing about it, Game of Thrones, it's only going to get bigger. Mm. It's only going there's still a huge amount of people out there who haven't seen it. And so it's like, it's crazy to think that when it's so massive already, you know, it's, yeah. it's crazy. My girlfriend keeps saying she's going to watch it and every year passes by and it just doesn't happen. But this year might be the year. And that's the hope so, yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> um, so the actual shooting of the show, it's decentralised with you guys in so many countries sort of across Europe. Do you kind of feel like you're actually part of an integrated cast at all or is it still like you're in little pockets? Um, I feel like, uh, I mean, because I've kind of been in it from the start, you mm. know, it's... Um, it's it's kind of crazy. I, I feel like a fan, you know, when I when I get to see new cast members come on because I've got my own sort of image of them in my head, and then yeah. I see what what's come up, what's what, what's come, what's um, come out with it, or who's been cast. Um, but I guess it does feel kind of weird sometimes when um, there's so many things going on, there's so many different storylines, and. I'm kind of a, I'm, I'm even though I'm a, I'm a part of the show, really, I'm kind of just a, a small a small part of it. You know? Yeah. So you say you've got the images in your head. Is that more from a script level, or are you a book reader as well? Like? I was a book reader. I was yeah. a book reader. I read the first two and a half, and um, I decided to stop reading because I didn't want to preempt stuff mm. um, about the character. So having come to it from the books, um, how is it now that the series has reached that point where it's kind of off book and it's now just the show? I'm a fan. I mean, yeah. looking forward. Who knows what's going to happen, especially with the the Sansa, um, Sansa Theon relationship mm. um, in season six. It's uh, people keep on asking me whether you know she needs a protector or something. But in my opinion, I think Sansa can kind of look after herself. Yeah, I think she's doing just fine. I think she's doing all right. Yeah. Um, so does it change anything with the way that you have to approach the material, knowing that you're going completely script these days as opposed to book? Um, I mean, I, you know, like I said, I, I kind of I I stopped using the books as source material a long mm. time ago um, and now you know it, it's it's taken on its own sort of life George wrote these wrote these characters wrote these stories 
20, 25 years ago, or the first one anyway. And so was, I guess to sort of see new life breathed into the, the, the characters is, is, is a, was, I don't want to put words into his mouth, but it's probably quite refreshing for him. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the Sansa character. There was obviously mm-hmm. a lot of controversy around, there was a rape scene with her last season. There was, yes. Um, it was a brutal scene, but we'd also seen there was the burning of a girl a few episodes beforehand. There's been a whole lot of really ghastly stuff happening in the show. Mm-hmm. Now, your character went through a fairly um, significant change. Uh, yes, there was a castration did. take place, yes. but there wasn't the controversy surrounding that. And I was wondering like, what your thoughts were on the fact that people didn't really seem to care. Like, They were fine with you being mutilated, but for some reason other characters seem to really sort of get people concerned. It's a good question. Um, I don't know. I can barely open my emails, so in terms of sort of trawling the, the internet for sort of reaction I, I wouldn't know mm. but um i guess uh it's 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 um i, I don't know I, I mean why it's it's kind of crazy isn't it that something like that would happen and then the burning of an 8 year old girl sort of doesn't really yeah doesn't really cause as much as a sort of for for all or you know yeah. so Which it's was horrendous. crazy it was horrendous yeah. but in terms of sort of you know uh theon's manhood being taken away from him um it's definitely appropriate for the character. Mm. You know, he's that was his only point of authority, really, was in the bedroom. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> to have that taken away from him really reduces him to nothing. Yeah. So I mean, as a physical performer, do you have to carry yourself quite differently, knowing that you don't have that? Um, what posture-wise? <laughs> posture-wise, <laughs> and body I guess language. a strut. Um, uh, I guess yeah. There's a bit of a John Wayne sort of thing coming into <laughs> it slightly, maybe. Uh, yeah. No, um, it's. Uh, Say, can you say the question again? I'm so sorry. I'm like, do you kind of have to carry yourself a little bit more where maybe sort of, um, I guess, amp up your physical masculinity to cover for that? But I mean, he's also in a very brutalized place at the moment. So. Oh, no. He's definitely, yeah. I think, if anything, it's going to humble him. Um, mm. He wouldn't, he, in, I, I wouldn't have thought that he would need to sort of substitute anything with that. Sorry, my answer is so <laughs> crap. That's fine, but I appreciate I've thrown a very awkward penis question at you. And, you know, <laughs> it's it's always downhill from there. It's fine, don't worry. <laughs> You can't get a rise out of me. Ba-dum. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we'll add that in post. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, okay, so you've gotten the chance to you know, meet a whole bunch of interesting people and just do a whole bunch of interesting things. Mm. When you're one of the lead characters in you know, the, arguably the biggest TV show in the world, yeah. you get some good opportunities. Um, what's been the thing that's kind of really just sort of just tickled you pink that you've had the chance to really engage with? In terms of... Like, just an opportunity, like, maybe it's appearing on, like, a specific talk show somewhere, or you got to meet someone somewhere, like, is that oh, just one thing that's kind oh, of really... Oh, um, yeah, I guess, um, you know, just having people I respect as, as actors um, telling me that they appreciate my work is, yeah. is kind of insane. Anyone specific? Um, I don't want to say, <laughs> uh, but, but, I, um, but I definitely have had some, some nice compliments thrown my way which is always great yeah uh, now obviously because you are involved in this TV show which has a huge amount of God, pressure that makes on me you. sound like an ass. I've had some <laughs> nice compliments thrown my way sorry oh, there's worse things you could say yeah I guess so yeah. I've heard more pompous <laughs> wasn't saying that was pompous yeah exactly awkward in print <laughs> is this podcast or... no, I don't know we'll find out right, <laughs> uh, but you are on this really big TV show which is fairly demanding throughout the year yes but, like how many months a year are you doing the Four months of the year. Um, it's kind of usually from, uh, I guess it kind of kicks off June, July, August, September, October. So yeah, like four or five months of the year. Yeah. Um, and usually I sort of get started on it around about August times. 
Yeah. August, September, October. Yeah, about August times, yeah. Because I've noticed that despite the popularity of the show, a lot of the cast haven't really gone and done the occasional movie around the place. Like, there's a few. Like, you were in the amazing John Wick. Thank you. Okay, which is, if people haven't seen it, like, it's, you know, fantastic. It's a very, it's a yeah. fun action movie. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah. It's oh, certainly one you. of my favourites. Thank you. Oh, uh, but yeah, so you got to go and do that. But, like, you haven't done a huge amount of other film work. I've noticed you've got a mini series coming and there's something else. Yeah, I've got this Stephen Polyakov thing coming out, which is, um, he's absolutely fantastic director um uh called close to the enemy which should be good um but yeah there's uh something in the pipeline which possibly may happen but um need to sort of work out dates but but does the show um, make it difficult to really schedule that um i'm not gonna complain (laughs) it's um it's pretty uh I'm, i'm very very lucky to be in the position that i'm in um and so you know, there's actors who would cut their right arm off to to um, to be you know have have a, a seven year contract for something you know because that's kind of what they do. It's standard now that you just get signed mm. for seven years, so it's not like I'm saying that there's seven seasons again. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's just what they do now. But um, but yeah, I guess I I couldn't ever moan about not being in, in, in enough movies when I'm in <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, one of the really cool things about this season, you got in McShane joining you. I don't know. Is that true? Well, I believe that's true. Mm. Okay, yes, around it's true. People yes, were looking it's true. at me. Yes, uh, he had a very controversial statement during the week saying that all Game of Thrones is is tits and dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. he's um, he is responsible for us having nicer food. So <laughs> I will forever be indebted to Ian McShane. Thank you. Ian. So craft services is just is yeah. all down to Ian McShane. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference craft service wise? I'm curious now. Um. Uh, uh, I guess he he is a vet. he's a vet. He's been mm. around for many 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 years, and so whatever he says goes. So if Ian McShane wants nicer food, nicer food is going to arrive. Craft service wise, because obviously your character's been through some ordeals. Um, are sausages generally sort of available <laughs> on the table? Um, it, was, it was funny. Me and um, me and Uan Rion, who plays uh, Ramsey Bolton in it, mm. we were. I, I, I literally looked at him. I was like, "Are you being serious, mate?" And we went out and had um, fish and chips somewhere, and uh, at, at this place called. Uh, my local fish and chip shop place it's a very retro wanky fish and chip shop yeah um, and uh, we, we went in there and he ordered a battered sausage and chips <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like he was like what what are you talking about and I was like are you being serious he was like oh right <laughs> I was just like I was like are you being serious and he was like, like he, he just likes eating sausages he actually likes eating sausages <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of follow up questions there yeah, but time's cool. limited All right. um, so what I thought I might sort of close with is that um, obviously as I said your character's been through some ordeals um, there was the mm. Santa scene like you know there was some very emotionally weighty stuff mm-hmm. happening on set um, to sort of balance that is it a generally sort of a jovial set or is it a hurried set because you've got so much going on well it's um it's uh i mean you put it into sort of comparison with a six month shoot on a movie when you get two hours footage with game of thrones we're doing 10 hours of cinematic footage in the space of about four or five months so they know what they're doing and they're very 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 efficient and very very good at what they do but um in terms of uh the the sort of on uh, upcoming sort of season 60 stuff like with Sansa sort of, you know, when Sophie sort of came into our storyline mm. and, and guess, I guess she kind of did breathe a new sort of life on, onto set for us. Um, uh, you know, we both sort of set out on these delusions of grandeur, her sort of thinking she was going to be queen of Westeros and me thinking I was going to be sitting in the salt throne. And so now 
these sort of storylines are crossing and paths, and and it's um it's it's all going to make for very interesting viewing. Yeah. Is that exciting seeing a cast member of whom's been so separated away from you suddenly dovetailing in? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's um it's it's kind of me dovetailing her in a way. Mm. You know, had you spent much time with her just generally outside of like the show? Just because obviously you haven't spent any screen time with her really. So, I mean, this has um, changed things quite a bit. What do you mean? I Say mean, just generally, because there's all these cast members around of whom are part of the show, but you never really get to interact with them because you've been kind of isolated away from season. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it, in the first season, it was different because it was everyone's first time doing it, so it wasn't as a well-oiled machine as it is now. So if they hadn't finished shooting a scene, then... We'd, I'd fly in and and, um, and I'd get to hang out with the people that I wouldn't obviously part, be part of this storyline anyway. But mm. now it's um, it's different. Um, but it's it's still got that sort of same joviality to it. And uh, there's definitely is that a word? Joviality. <laughs> yeah. now. All right, good. Um, jovialness. Jovialness. Joviality. Whatever. Um, <laughs> jo- jovial feel to it. It still has a jovial feel to it. Yeah, without doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Alfie, this has been fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Nice one, mate.